0: Welcome to Impressions, a podcast of non-genre-specific, impressionistic music recommendations. There's an accompanying Spotify playlist for each episode. You can find it on our website, impressionspodcast.com. You might want to listen to the songs before or after this episode, or you might want to listen along with us. We'll give you a cue. My name is Busy Hemphill. My name is Nick Forrest. You've got to live, laugh, laugh love. Live, love, laugh, laugh, live. You've got, got to, to live, live laugh, laugh, love. love
1: live, laugh, live. You've got to live, laugh, love is what we're talking about today.
0: you got to live, laugh, love. Right? You really
1: do. You really, yeah. really do. What are you doing if you're not?
0: So as Stephanie's mom said, because she recently bought a mug from a thrift store that said live, laugh, love. (laughs) I saw it and I said, eh, those are pretty good things to keep in mind. (laughs) It's It's
1: really true.
0: It's true. (laughs) Yeah. Have you seen LLLs in the wild?
1: Yes, I have. Mostly at Airbnbs.
0: Yes. I think that if you want to see a great collection of LLLs, you should try to book an Airbnb owned by someone who's a realtor because they have all that shit for staging houses. And most of it is live, laugh, love or live, laugh, love adjacent Uh like Uh shiplap panels. Yeah. So if you want to see a wide array, that's what I recommend you do. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a museum. It really is. (laughs) You're
1: just like, wow, they're all here. I was trying to find, like, a, a closet organizer thing the other week, and I went mm-hmm. to a Home HomeGoods. Uh, I haven't been to a Home Goods in a really long time, and Live, mm. Laugh, Love everything. I feel like there's, like, some sort of uh, cabal between Realtors, HomeGoods, and the Live, Laugh, Love industry. I could see that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we're living.
1: We're living. How are
0: you living, Nick?
1: I was trying to pick songs that just, like, thematically embrace the idea of living, the idea of laughing, and the idea of loving. This first song... Is my living song. Living encompasses a lot. I do most of my living at home. When I think of living, I think of sort of the mundanity and labor and energy involved in just like staying alive every day. Yeah. That's living. That's what life is. (laughs)
0: It's living. Um,
1: And then I think about the need to sort of nest, to make a home to feel comfortable in a space. So when I think of living, I kind of go to this domestic realm. So (laughs) those were all of the reasons why I chose my first song, which is called Homemaker, and it's by the artist Sudan Archives. Impressions.
0: In the verses, the background feels almost space like. Mm. There's these synths. So, in thinking about the home, having that background music feel kind of like outer space ends up creating that as an external world. And she's kind of building this world Mm -hmm. with her voice. And then as the chorus comes in, you have like a bunch of claps. And it just, it's really warm and lovely. And it feels like a round of applause. Like all Mm -hmm. these people Mm -hmm. are here for you, cheering you on. And I I love that she says that she's a homemaker. Because you do feel like she is making her own world in this song. There's even a line where she says... Don't you feel at home when you're with me? And she might be saying this about one particular person, a lover, but I really like to imagine that she is just creating this safe haven space for herself and all of the people that she loves Mm -hmm. and creatures, but creating this wonderful bubble of love kind of floating in this synthy
1: galaxy. And that love extends to her plants as well. Yes,
0: only bad bitches in the trellis.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just got a warm up on my plants and hoping that they'll drive around the madness. Won't you step inside my lovely cottage? Feels so great, it feels like fucking magic. Only bad bitches in my trellis. If baby and the baddest wake me up when this gets to the action, when the place a mess, I get the maddest. I'm so sorry, baby, it's a habit. When you go away, I get the saddest. There's like
1: this humor and this swagger that, yes, I'm creating this beautiful utopia for myself. But that includes me feeling kind of shitty or moody. Like she goes on to say, like, my mood is feeling sloppy. And she's just created this place to just be herself and live in. Yeah. Regardless of the situation. And yeah, you feel at home in this world she's created because she's just letting you kind of arrive as you are. Yeah. The whole songs kind of had this sense of world building, of creating a utopia, of just getting cozy and finally allowing yourself to thrive and live. And like you said, there's so much warmth, there's so much like bodily noises, like clap, clapter. <laughs> clapter. <laughs> clapter. <laughs> there's lots of clapter. Good but word. the claps just like, they make it feel so warm and human. But also I, I started to hear the claps as like hammering like two by fours together to build like the framing of a house or something and just like yes. physically building a structure. The claps go over like the chorus. I'm a homemaker, which he repeats a lot.
0: I know that I said before that it was like applause. Yeah. Another thing that I thought before that was just... How much energy those claps give, which oh, I think totally. relates to yours. To like, yes, yours is the sound of hammering boards. It's just this sense of of movement, of going forward, of making something. Like you can't help but kind of bounce in your seat with
1: the claps. Also, because I was in Home Goods in my introduction, I also just. Imagine someone kind of like buying candles and buying throw pillows and walking through the aisles, grabbing yes. blankets and shit, and being like, I'm a homemaker. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it.
0: If Sudan Archives wants to make a lot of money, I feel like Target should try to license this song oh, God. for yeah. it's spring cleaning.
1: Yeah. We're feeling fabrics this spring. Refresh. <laughs>
0: Living for me is about changes. It's about starts and stops. Uh, Rarely is it so simple and straightforward. There's a lot of readjustments and pivoting that you got to do. The song is called Rip It Up and it's by a band called Orange Juice. Impression.
1: the song is also outer spacey a little bit yes especially in the beginning when you really like the bleeps and like that juicy synth stands alone you feel like you're kind of in this late 70s 80s ufo kind of floating through space Mm. and then you get this crooning spacey romantic mournful voice um it's that like beautiful (laughs) morrissey-esque voice that i love so much it just complements this like spacey dreaminess so well. There's this sense that the singer is just sort of like drifting and floating through life and just gladly accepting whatever comes his way. He repeats the phrase, I hope to God, so many times. So there's this real like, you know, we talked about the fool yeah. in our tarot episode. And it's just that like that freewheeling like, eh, I'll just try this out and see what happens.
0: Yeah, the beginning uh, synth droplets felt like The different obstacles or impediments, or just uh, situations that kind of fall down from the sky, like rain. You know, they all arrive here in front of you, and maybe they don't all activate at once. Mm -hmm. But depending on how you're walking and like which one hits you, you know, that situation's gonna unfold. So it kind of reminded me of like the butterfly effect. You know, of like Uh a butterfly flaps its
1: wings, and then there's a storm somewhere else. Yeah, Um, because one thing changed Mm -hmm. i love this song so much because you know the act of ripping something up is kind of violent it's kind of aggressive it's kind of negative but this song turns it into something truly joyful and fun and freeing maybe this sounds corny but this song turns like failure into this like wonderful new opportunity for a blank slate yeah but it is this is literally what life is it's just constantly starting over yes i would love it in like kind of an office comedy especially if someone has like a basketball hoop trash can thing and they're just like literally ripping things up and starting over again there's failure throughout like everything in life yeah and so i think that's why this song is like just so great and so relatable because we're always fucking up i fucked up probably like five times today You have this like floating, crooning voice. And then about halfway through the song, you know, we floated into a jazz club. And there's that like thick saxophone solo. To me, it reminded me like, oh, he met other fellow drifters. And I I know drifters mean something specific. But in my sense, it's like people who just sort of like...
0: People who are drifting. People
1: who are drifting. Hey, they all sort of like share a drink together at this jazz club and then get on with their way.
0: Um, I I love that you framed it in terms of just these drifters and all the and then these like drifters converging after you said that I was like oh wouldn't it be sweet to have this song over like I don't know a bunch of tumbleweeds kind of just <laughs> <laughs> rolling around the desert you know maybe they get caught in a fence and then they just move on yeah uh, it definitely does pull you along in the groove of the song mm-hmm. like there is this forward progression even as a lot of different things kind of come mm-hmm. at you mm-hmm. and a lot of things do come at you in this song like there's a lot of different sounds to explore like right before that sax solo for example there's this like guitar octave thing that happens yeah. then it ends on an interval that you're
1: like what yeah it really raised like a sense of alarm and emergency like something like kind of bad was happening for a couple seconds and it's like yeah "Yeah, don't worry about it there's a sax solo it's fine
0: (laughs) so it doesn't even really give you time to like pause on it which right. I guess that's also life too <laughs> sometimes it's yeah. like it's just gonna keep going right now we have a sax solo coming so you gotta just keep moving right, Okay, right. it's just a performance and the show must go on drum drum, you know the sea very humdrum. I'm a favorite
1: dumb great like laughter laughter is so important i just don't think you could live or love without laugh so <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's why they're always together That's why
1: they're this like beautiful trio i like this song a lot but it's also kind of a joke song the entire premise of the song is basically a dick joke okay and it makes me laugh okay it's not the most complex of songs but it makes me smile and that's why i chose it for laugh it's called chaise longue by Wet Leg. I forgot what I actually called chaise longs.
0: I love that she's like, I went to school to get a degree and my friends call it the big D. And (laughs) it's very funny to me to think of the degree as the big D. Because totally. so many people swing their dicks around about where they went to big school. And I'm just yeah. like, who cares? You still care about this? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> they got to tell everyone they've got that big D.
1: I was at a party this weekend. And within like one minute of meeting someone, I learned that he went to Yale.
0: Oh, It's part of his identity, Nick.
1: Yeah, so he's got a big D, but yeah, no, it's like, and also, so yes, these people are swinging their big D's around like it means the world, but also like some people get really fucked by their big D's and like puts them in massive debt. Doesn't really pan out, and so there's that side of the big D too.
0: Yeah,
1: our big D was good. Yeah, I mean, I I still have a I still feel like I have a little D because I never went on to get the big D (laughs) after my little D, so I'm working on it. <laughs> someday I'll get the big D. You don't
0: have that master D yet. It's true. I don't
1: have the master D no. yet. <laughs> Maybe someday.
0: Uh.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> lounge is what I usually call yeah. a chaise long that's definitely that's what I was that's the that's right pronunciation with. yeah I love this song it just feels sort of like frozen in teenage 90s yes. fantasy or something yes. and that's like a comfort space for me yeah
0: I could see it yeah. in clueless and really? her friends yeah. they are just having a great time hanging yeah. out by the pool mm-hmm. on a bunch of chaise yep. longs and yeah. I feel like Cat calling men. Yes. <laughs> in the first verse, for example, they say that joke from Mean Girls about like, "Is your muffin buttered? Uh-huh. Do you want us to assign someone to butter your muffin?" Uh-huh. And like in the movie, Lindsay Lohan is fresh off the boat from Africa. I love that they never give a country; they just say yeah, Africa. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway,
1: <laughs> two thousand
0: four. Big place. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but she you know she's so like she's just like wait what what are you saying and she knows that she's the target of some joke but she doesn't get it and so I love that the rest of this song feels like taking that experience of being a woman and having kind of weird sexual harassment Mm -hmm. that you may or may not understand Mm -hmm. kind of thrown at you and just throwing it back Excuse me. important part of life. I've played a lot of songs on this show that just make me laugh. So that's yeah, nothing new tip for me. Mm-hmm. This song that I want to play is, <laughs> it's like, I feel kind of like, you gotta laugh to keep from crying, which is part of mm. laughter too. And you know, one of the ways that I deal with anxiety is I i try to laugh at it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so- mm-hmm.
0: Anyways, uh, you'll see what I mean with this song. This song is called Made It Weird, and it's by Jack Knife Lee and featuring open Mike Eagle, who I know I just played last week, so... It's
1: okay. Double feature. I mean, everyone deals with anxiety in their own way, and it's, you know, different for everyone in different degrees, etc., but... Something that really helps me is just sort of like kind of systematically list what it exactly is you're worried about or like the weird thing you did just to kind of reveal like, oh, okay, I'm just sort of like making something out of nothing maybe. That's not true all the times but sometimes it is. Yeah. This song does that. Like I love sort of in the middle-ish when he's just like going through all the different ways that he's made things weird. Like he misinterpreted the tone in a text message and there's that hilarious like someone says like tone and that made me giggle or like he can't use the phone to make calls because it's too immediate and like his brain just kind of goes into overdrive and makes things weird so this whole song like sonically reflects that i love there's this like this fat beat that comes in and it's kind of glitchy And to me, that's, like, the brain sort of, like, going into overdrive, like I said, and, like, glitching out. And it's, like, the sound of the anxiety kind of drowning out everything else. Barely audible under that beat is, like, a crowd. Presumably, like, the crowd that he made things weird in front of. Right. It's pretty clear in the beginning, like, he's like, oh, I had this great night, I did this great performance, but there's this one minute thing that made me feel weird. The sounds in the song sort of, like, gradually overtake what's actually happening, like the real setting, which is a club or a public setting or something. Yeah. I prefer not to talk on the phone. The immediate nature is out of my zone. I prefer to text until it gets blown by one of us misinterpreting tone. Can't say how many times I forgot. You don't send messages sipping on scotch. Knew from the dots I made a mistake. I sent that smiley emoji too late. I can get embarrassed thousands of ways and I hold that feeling for two or three days. Everybody else is up and
0: on It almost and feels it. like a farce of like a Kanye song. Like I feel like there's a Kanye <laughs> song that like uses similar kind of triumphant horns and totally yeah. or like even yeah. in the harder, better, faster, stronger <laughs> song. That one, uh-huh. Like it has that same kind of energy of like, yeah, we're going to build up like this is uh-huh. this is going to be uh-huh. something good but it instead like I made things weird and I love in the background he's like I made it weird I did that yes <laughs> <laughs> And, and there's all these, like, gospel voices that come in saying, like, made things weird. Yeah. I don't know if you watch Big Mouth or Human Resources. I haven't. Anyways, I haven't. but there, it's, like, different parts in your brain uh-huh. that um are personified as little creatures. And cute. so, like, yeah. I just imagine, like, all the anxiety mosquitoes are, like, putting on this show to this song. <laughs> They're like, cute. I made it weird. It's a wonderful, like... <laughs> performance of his anxiety in the trappings of something that sounds like it should be a kind of a pump up song yeah
1: i don't know this like this song which reminds me like maybe when you're like meeting a new person and like you're both behaving really awkwardly because you're both anxious and there's like that moment when you're just like this is fucking weird and the other person's like yeah no me too it's fine and then you could kind of let that go yes and it's that moment of like we don't have to like worry about being weird with each other. Yes. We can just be weird. It's fine. It's that sense of like celebration and ease where suddenly you're like, "Okay, this person doesn't give a shit. Yeah. It's cool. I can finally just like fucking be myself now." <sighs> that is nice. What a relief. What a relief. And like you both laugh at it and then you continue to live and then maybe you love each yeah. other afterwards. Who knows? Yeah. You might. <laughs>
0: I know the my beer, but I'm sitting here thinking of things I'm I'm Sitting here thinking the things I made weird. Sitting here thinking the things I made weird. Supposed to be clear my brain to be clear, but I'm sitting here thinking the things I made weird. Sitting here thinking the things I made weird. Sitting here thinking the things <laughs> I made weird.
1: So I would say you pick a lot of humorous songs. I pick a lot of like lovelorn songs. So many of my songs are about love. Sure. And I just think like love is just such a, there's there's a millions and millions of songs about love. Yep. So um, It's a very popular yeah, <laughs> subject. It's a very popular subject. Um, I chose a song that's love with like capital L. It's big, it's bombastic. It's a little bit mournful and it's a little bit funny. So this is called Answer Me. My Love, and it's by Swamp Dog.
0: Impressions. There's a lot of things happening Uh, in there. It's pretty kooky. (laughs) One sort of motif, is that the right word, that just keeps coming back is the horns that kind of frame the song Mm, in the mm -hmm. beginning that Mm -hmm. are very ominous. They sound like they're in some 60s action movie, like you're going into the villain's lair. Mm -hmm. And then they quickly go away and you're kind of floating along this pastel, sea green... (sighs) river but then it just keeps popping back and so you know there's these unseen rapids around every corner Mm -hmm. in this river Mm -hmm. not to spend too much time talking about a show you haven't seen but go for it it. (laughs) reminded me of again human resources and the characters that also exist in big mouth Uh they're love bugs and they help people feel love But they can also quickly become hate worms. So this song felt very much like love bug hate worm, like just that switching back and forth. And there are times when the voice gets really auto tuned and you have those ominous horns and it is like, oh, you just switched into Mm -hmm. the dark side of love that like overly possessive kind Mm -hmm. of creepy Mm -hmm. yeah like i if i can't have you i don't know if i want someone else to
1: yeah this song is so wildly desperate he's pleading for his love to, to answer him like that's the title of the song and yeah there is the sense that like the love that exists in this song is a deeply flawed desperate needy love and it slips into moments of beauty, like every now and then you hear like really faint guitars in the background. Yeah. And then his voice just like it dives into the auto tune, also almost like it's like diving underwater or something. There's a moment where it sounds like Cher. In yeah. Like do you believe in life after <laughs> yeah. love song? But yeah, it gets, I mean, love is like love means so much and love can kind of like either build you up or destroy you or can do both at the same time. And, I know this song is a great exploration of that. You were mine.
0: Yesterday, I believed that love was here to stay. Won't you tell me where I've gone astray? Please answer me my love. If you're happier without It's trying to present the kind of veneer of love that exists in our society Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and kind of that perfection and... You know, they say that, like, I don't know if this is true, but like people who really demonstrate their coupledom on social media and how like usually that's kind of a sign that like, oh, maybe things aren't so good with them Mm -hmm. um, because there's Mm -hmm. this need Mm -hmm. to present a veneer of love constantly and totally, yeah. this song just feels like very obviously seeing cracks in that veneer.
1: Totally. The album is called Love, Loss, and Auto-Tune. And like, I mean, that's, that's what this song is. It is.
0: Like, that's true. It is all of those things.
1: It's all of those things. And I think he's using Auto-Tune in a way to like mine emotion or like build an emotional landscape. And it's kind of funny, but it's also a little bit troubling and disturbing, too.
0: Yeah, well, thinking about the autotune, yeah. in my interpretive framework, mm-hmm. one could argue that perhaps the use of autotune is... Kind of rotely following these social norms and, and you know, like Ooh, becoming okay, mechanized yeah. into yes. this idea yes. of one that, like, you have to have a romantic love in your life because if not, mm-hmm. like, you're not a human. Oh my God.
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
0: also, what that is supposed to, in quotes, look like. And so, just kind of yeah. reinscribing this idea so much that it ends up being kind of automated yeah. as opposed to like your genuine voice because it kind. Kind of like at some point, I feel like the vocals just become all auto-tuned. Am I wrong?
1: As the song progresses, his voice just like I, it slowly gets like eaten up by the auto-tune. Yeah, okay. Like it sounds like he's like getting consumed by an auto-tune beast okay. or something. Yeah. I also had the image of like a lonely like flip phone being like just answer oh. me I'm still on I'm still working yeah. <laughs> I can still take calls with it's like chirpy auto tune yes. ringtone oh it would play along in this song
0: with like <laughs> <do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do>. <laughs> simple ringtone but if you still think about me please listen to my prayer no I've been true Won't you say that we can start anew In my sorrow now I turn to you please answer me my love this last song it encourages a love that does not have masks up it encourages I guess like I don't want to say a well whatever. A simple love, which I think words like simple and comfortable, when you're talking about relationships, like they have a negative connotation in mm-hmm. the way that we fetishize love, because mm-hmm. it somehow connotes boring. And I don't yeah. think that those three things are synonymous. Totally. So this song <laughs> is called Last of the Loving, and it's by Coco.
1: I love how you set that song up because, yeah, love is not, like, dramatic highs and lows. It's not the, like, excitement or the intensity of feelings. It's, like, the boring things you do every day to sustain your relationship and make sure you don't lose your mind with each other. (laughs) It's like taking out the trash or, like, cleaning the dog pee when the pee's on the floor. It's the little things that, like, you kind of take for granted when you think about, like, capital L, love. Yeah. And just the ability to, like, curl up. Like, she says, the first line is, like, let's hole up and just watch movies together. Or, like, I'll watch a movie while you sleep. Yeah. It's just this really comfortable, cozy experience of love. And, like, that's, that's the love that lasts. Like, the love in the previous song does not last. It destroys both people. No. <laughs> um, you know? And, yeah, just, it made me smile it just reminded me that the best kind of love is kind of boring and actually being boring is kind of a privilege <laughs> like it's yes, kind of this, it's true you know being, com- yeah. being comfortable it's like it's it's kind of what we're all after yes. right yeah <laughs> but the whole song is just so warm and sunny and lovely like the way she forms the word sounds like she's sighing mm-hmm. in pleasure but not like orgasmically mind-blowing pleasure it's like oh that's nice <laughs> Like, the way you feel, like, when you see, like, your partner, like, baking bread or something. Like, oh, that's really nice. I really like that. This is a bad comparison, but I'm going to say it anyway. Like, if you have an iPhone, (laughs) like, sometimes it'll automatically create, like, a ridiculous slideshow. Yes. And it's, like, eight pictures of your dog, like, a nude portrait of yourself, (laughs) and then, like, a picture of a sandwich. And it's, like, memories, Philadelphia, 2017. (laughs) It's like that, where it's like, even if they're like a ridiculous assortment of photos that like was created by a robot, they do kind of make you feel wistful and thankful and like a little bit sad. Like, oh yeah, things are kind of nice, actually. (laughs)
0: not a complex song. Like, it mostly stays the same throughout the whole thing. So it also feels to me like a vignette mm-hmm. of somebody's mm-hmm. relationship. Like, it's not the whole thing, but it is... It's a distinct, like, feeling segment of, of the real of your love life. Yeah. And then you have another segment that might be a little bit more passionate in another segment that's more bombastic but this is that section of your love
1: life totally the
0: ending and beginning really do mirror Mm -hmm. each other and because like there's not a whole lot of changes that happen. Again, it feels like you're dipping into your memories and then you're dipping out of them. And yeah. you're kind of facing, yeah. I don't know, real life? I yeah. don't
1: know. Just other aspects of your other life? Other aspects, yes. It's all real. It's just... It's all real. I mean, unless you like permanently live in VR. But even that's real, if you think about it.
0: There's, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of human bodies labored to get the parts to make your VR. I think it's very... That was a turn. But I just... Just want to point out, yeah. like, it is so important when we talk about like wireless, cloud, the sort of like de-terra the de-earthifying, like terra as an earth, like, like somehow yeah. divorcing technology from the earth and we really need to continue to remember that it's all coming from the earth and it's all humans that are making these things too i know
1: the cloud can't exist without you plugging something into a wall and for most people that's being powered by coal that's being powered this is taking a turn yeah
0: we have one of those data storage facilities in los lunas which is about like 20 miles south of albuquerque and like Mm -hmm. Yeah, that shit takes a lot of energy because you gotta keep it air conditioned
1: too. (laughs) I know. It's completely nuts.
0: (laughs) So, anyways, these things are tangible. I guess that's where we're ending with that. How did we even get there? iPhones.
1: I mentioned VR VR, because that's what it is. Because we're like, we're returning to a real life, but I'm like, well, even virtual reality is real life. And then so it began.
0: playlists if you just want to see those and just see all the different episodes we've done at our website impressionspodcast.com it also has links to listen on your favorite platforms follow us on instagram because nick makes really fun videos that's impressions the podcast and if you think about it just like rate review or tell a friend right Great. okay yeah <laughs> Sorry, I (laughs) I I was like, that's what we (laughs) say, right? Okay. (laughs) Those were our impressions.
1: Ah.